Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good at Straight Out the Den. I'd like to welcome you to the Straight Out the Den podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by the good folks over at Lander. Based in Montreal, Canada, Lander is the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service by Mixed Genius. So, look, you know, um, you guys are, there are plenty of artists that listen to this. You know, everybody's so careful to get their music mixed, but a lot of people skip that mastering process. So, you know, what we're doing, man, we, we connected with Lander. Um, and just for being a listener to this podcast, we're going to give you two free uh, MP3s of your master. So all you got to do is go to Lander.com. That's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. Go there and we're going to give you free two free MP3s, um, mastered MP3s. Check out the service. Let me know what you're thinking and tweet me. Um, after you use it and let me know how great it was for you at Straight Out the Den. But uh, once again, that's Lander.com, L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. But today's podcast, we got a homie, man. You, he's no stranger to the den. He's been on the den a couple of times. He's even been our Sunday spotlight artist. Um, so, you know, without further ado, help me welcome the homie Impulse to the show. And we also got uh, Act Right in the building, too, man. So, hey, welcome y'all here to the den, man. I appreciate y'all coming through. What's going on, man? You already know. Man, cool it, man. So, you know, oh, man, man. Thank y'all for coming. Like, you know, I'm, I'm about the culture, man. So, my thing is, is whenever I can get great talent in the building, I'm all for it. So, you know, um, Impulse, man, we, we've been checking out your music for quite some time, man. It's almost been, I think, maybe two years. Wow. You know? Yeah, I saw you said uh, that it was waiting for the sequel. Yeah, that put yeah, you yeah. That, that's what exactly. Yeah, and I, I wrote it down right here. It is. It's the waiting for the sequel. That's what it was, man. That I heard that, and I'm gonna tell you, man. I'm 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 one of those guys that like you know I'm I'm a lover of music. I love hip hop. You know, I, I I started out in production, man. But like, what really caught my attention with waiting for the sequel was the artwork. Like I saw, oh, word? yeah, man. It was the artwork. Like I'm, I'm Jordan big, over the sofa. Man, when I saw <laughs> that, I was like, okay, hold on, like. In my head, I'm thinking like, okay, I know Jordan never jumped over the sofa. So, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know, it's, it's those things where it kind of make you think like, hold on, did Jordan jump? And, you know, you're thinking about it. I was like, yeah. no, no, no. That's what we was trying to do. Like um, when, when we were doing the artwork, like, I don't know, we did a whole bunch of them. Like yeah. we took a whole bunch of like historic, like sports events and things of gotcha, that nature. Gotcha. And we put the sofa there and we were trying to tell people like, see, the thing is, the sofa is a part of history. Okay. It was there the whole time. You just never seen <laughs> you it. Never saw yeah. Because, you know, we do the whole loafing shit. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. No. So, I was I was gonna ask like I, I definitely want to get into that because like there that is a, a ongoing it's almost synonymous with you man like you always see like the sofa you know and I want yeah. to ask you like explain that to the people that don't understand the concept of the sofa um well the sofa is like it's well it started with me and Keith we did a we we got we actually have a series called Sofa Gun mm-hmm, yeah. and we did the very first one the very first one is it's really hard to explain the first one is on the internet somewhere yeah. but it's like hidden like so we did Sofa Gun the sequel but it's kind of like it's kind of like it's really the first one because the first one didn't really get much gotcha. it was hosted by DJ Teflon okay and it was uh it was it was released and it was on that piff, but maybe the samples or something it doesn't play on that piff. And then oh. so to, you would have to find a download link, in which I don't know how easy that is. And yeah. uh, but that's where it started. Sofa Gun was the name of our first project, and it was um it was kind of around the time we started doing the loaf shit. Loaf is uh live offensive and free. Mm-hmm. That's what I loaf stands for. Yeah, yeah, live yeah. live offensive and free, and we've been doing it for a while, just for the record. Before days, you know, we have that we have the trademark also, so dope, we're good. Dope, dope. We out of business, right? But um, we uh, we started that sofa gun. Mm-hmm. It stands for unexpected heat. You know what I'm saying? You okay. know, motherfucker, they keep the gun. Sorry if I'm cussing too much, no, no, but they you're good, you're they good. keep they keep uh they keep it in the sofa. In the sofa you know what I'm yeah, saying? So it's like unexpected heat. You don't, you ain't know it's gonna come out the exactly, sofa. Exactly. But like so um, such a rapper, man. Such a, rapper. <laughs> such a that was actually Keith's idea, so oh, he should dope. be a rapper. <laughs> but um, it so so that was the name, and then we just started doing the sofa. It, the loaf thing happened as well, mm-hmm. and it started kind of as like like a joke, and we started bringing it into music, and it started becoming a thing. People started wanting to be a part of it, and really really taken to it. So we um, the sofa was more just like like my representation of it, because okay. nobody else really like like. Like I have a few homies, like my homie Keenan, Keenan mm-hmm. Davis, and uh, people, people like that. Like he, he uses the sofa. Like he might make a video of him sitting on the sofa rapping or some of that nature. But the sofa was more like my, my like gotcha. logo for the loaf stuff, and more my logo just, just generally at yeah. this point. 
Yeah, so you know, man, like the thing about this podcast, bro, is like, you know, the ultimate goal at the end of the day is like when this is all said and done, we want people to have a genuine idea of who you are, you yeah. know, as an artist and, and, and as a person as well. You know what I mean? And, and so, you know, with that being said, I want to kind of go back um, to the beginning of your, your story. Like, you know, growing up, okay. I'm, I'm assuming you did grow up in Chicago, right? Growing yeah. up in Chicago. And, you know, for you, what, what, kind of made you gravitate towards being a rapper you know uh well i come from well, well we me and Ak, right we come from uh a place it's park forest it's the south suburbs of okay. chicago and it's um it's hard to explain man it's really it's it's not the inner city mm-hmm. but it's um it's right it's right outside you know it's the suburbs and it's it's what they did was they knocked like project buildings down and stuff and um the suburbs, the south suburbs specifically, I think were the first to get Section Eight housing. Okay. So you know, that type of energy kind of came out there. So it's it, when you when, when you say suburbs, people don't understand. It sounds suburbs, but you go to the south suburbs and and to make help you understand, you go to the south suburbs, you might feel like you're in College Park. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's why like like it's it's real difficult to explain. But um, so being around that, you know, I, I grew up around a lot of people that were from. You know the projects. You gotcha, know, like the, gotcha. uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Caprini, Caprini Greens, yeah, and heard places, of it. places, you know, like that. So, uh, like a lot of people moved to the south suburbs, whether the project buildings got knocked down or just Section Eight housing. Mm-hmm. You know, to get get out of those situations. So a lot of kids I grew up with were from there. You know, and and as we grew up, they, you know, they still carried that culture. They got into things that I, you know, I didn't want to get into you know i didn't want to have to do certain things yeah, to, yeah. you know what i'm saying i didn't want to have to roll with certain people to do so i i just i mainly did music like i started doing music when i was like 10 okay you know so it's like um so it was really just my way of like you know kind of i don't want to say fitting in because i didn't i never had trouble fitting in mm-hmm. like I, I was never like one of those you know you know one of those white kids that just wanted to be wanted and to, it, yeah, it yeah. just it just happened this way and i i did um I really just did music because I loved hip hop. I loved hip hop. Um, I loved Kanye. I loved, I loved Eminem, and I loved Jay Z. Those were my three three guys when I was a kid. And um, it sounds I sound so young saying when I was a kid talking about <laughs> Kanye, right? But like, um, yeah, for real. And and it, it made me get in. It made me get into uh, get into the rap thing. And I started doing it on my mom's karaoke machine when I was like nine or ten. And um, that was really it, and I just kind of I kind of kept it to myself really until I got into high school, like fresh, like eighth grade, then okay. freshman year, you know, and then that's when I started kind of like bringing it out, you know, like maybe doing ciphers and letting the school, you know, pushing up burnt CDs and oh, passing yeah. them out to the school and <laughs> things of that nature. Yeah, man, you know, I was gonna ask you because, um, and, and really two things, like the the uh, suburb situation. Like, I'm not gonna front, man. Like Chicago to me is one of me and my wife's like favorite place to visit, dude. Like, oh, it's an amazing city. Man, I, I love Chicago, and you know, of course, I'm not from there, so I can't really go deep into all the stuff that people talk about. Yeah. But you know, it's kind of like how Atlanta is. Like, Atlanta is a great city, but people that live here can tell you like it's some rough parts of Atlanta that I exactly. wouldn't suggest that you just go and be all willy nilly and free. And, in, you know, and, I mean? and that's why. And I wasn't trying to um, explain just for the listeners. I wasn't trying to explain the suburbs to make it sound like I'm real tough or I'm yeah, from no, this no, place. No, no. I, I just when when I say suburbs, if you listen to my music and you think suburbs, it might give you the wrong idea. Wrong idea. And they gotcha. might be like, you know, but I had to let you know that like the suburbs where that that i'm from the south you can ask anybody in chicago the mm-hmm. south suburbs of chicago isn't just that's it, it, i was gonna say that because I, I've, I've had conversations with plenty of people from chicago and they they all say pretty much the same thing that you just said it's just like you know the south suburbs is not what it's almost like you can't say suburbs the only reason why you say suburbs is because it's what it is it you is have yeah, to. exactly you have and to. it's like it's it's not really that you know it, what I mean? it, but it's like people don't like have you ever heard of adriana's um, in Chicago, it's no, it's no. a spot, and it's it's you know it's real. Like everybody comes there, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like you is know the future. What is it? It's what is it's, it? it's I guess it's a club. It's, club? it's okay, like a club. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And um, like a future comes into town, he mm-hmm. goes to Adriana's. You okay. know, if okay. if Boosie come into town, he go to Adriana's. It, it that's the crowd, and it's in the south suburbs. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's kind of okay. like that it's like the picture. Like that so, for people who who aren't from Chicago, and if they heard of Adriana's, then it kind of. And when they realize that's in the south suburbs, it gives them a better idea of how the things are. It's really hard to explain without sounding like you're trying to, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I get and you. And I'm not, I yeah, get you. so. 
I understand that, man. So, you know, your journey in the rap, you you know, you said around like um, eighth and ninth grade is when things really kind of kicked off for you. At that point, did you realize like, you know, and this might be a crazy sounding question, but, you know, did you realize like how talented you were at that point? Or was it one of those things that like you knew you needed some growth? It's like, it's hard to explain. It's like, uh, I, I always thought I needed growth. I, I still feel like I need growth. You know, I never, I'm never, I feel like I'm good enough to go now, but I okay. feel like at the same time, um, it's one of those things where you always feel like you're ready, but then three years later, you think back to when you thought you were ready and you realize, damn, you know, I'm kind of lucky yeah, that yeah, it yeah. didn't happen then. That's kind of how it happened with me because I did my first mixtape with uh, Don Cannon mm -hmm. when I was like, I, I did it when I was 17 and I finished it and it was released by the time I was 18. <clears throat> and I thought I was ready. I thought yeah. I was about to blow up. I thought it was over. I'm bougie. I'm yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and it didn't happen that way. And you know, I was kind of salty. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, looking back now, like I would, I wasn't ready. Like I would have fizzled. I would, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to make it at that point. So, so it was like a blessing in disguise. And everything I feel has been like like that because everything seasoned me. I'm very seasoned now. Mm -hmm. I've done everything. You know, I know how to do everything. I can do anything, yeah. you know, and that's not being like, it's just how I feel. That's, and, that's just the truth. Yeah. You know? And, and it's, and it's, and I, and like I said, I still need growth, but as far as like making music, um, I don't feel, I, I, I always have room for improvement, but I feel like, um, I feel like at the time I never realized I needed growth yeah. until later on. Going back into the uh, the, the canon um, thing, like how did you guys connect? You know, because that was on the uh, was that the Sofa Gun two, the one that he hosted. Yeah, he hosted okay. the, the Sofa Gun the sequel one too. Um, yeah. Well, that's that's really how it all started. The uh, um, next, what happened was uh, he came in to town in Chicago and he uh, was doing a he was ho he was DJing a party. I don't remember for I think it was for like Ludacris or something okay, of that nature. Okay. And my uh sister, she works at this she worked at this uh sneaker boutique um in downtown Chicago called Success. Mm. And um, you know, it's a spot where and if you come to Chicago, you one of them guys, you know, any of them celebrities when they come in, they stop by Success to get sneakers or, you know, things of that nature. Um and uh they they stopped in just like everybody else and my sister ended up uh, talking to Keith, mm. and they, you know, they were just kind of networking. You know, that that's what she really did. She mm. she took that, she really helped me a lot in that way because she used that as a tool to network for me because she was meeting all types of people, rappers, football players, yeah. basketball players. You know, you know anybody, everybody from Trey Songs to Tracy McGrady was coming was in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like it. So it was, it was crazy, and um. She ended up meeting meeting Keith and going to the party and you know kind of getting his getting his information and things mm -hmm. of that nature. And um, at first she was kind of weird because her thing was she didn't like she didn't like being like everybody else. You know, yeah. It, it sounds so cliche to be like, yeah, you know, I got a brother that raps. Yeah, and So yeah. it was kind of like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of. Um, I think she was standoffish at mm -hmm. first of that, and then you know later on in their you know in their friendship, she told him, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, I I got a little brother. He does rap, and Keith was like, well, "Why? Why you ain't tell me the whole the whole first time?" Yeah. And she had to tell him like, you know. It's, so he sent me some beats, and I did them like that night. Like I, I sent them right back, and um and it, the the songs that we did are on the first Sofa Gun. If oh, wow. anybody could find it, <laughs> but um. Hey man, we might have to give you like go ahead and upload a, a, a copy of it and send that link out there. Man. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to do that. <laughs> I, I might I might need you guys to help me post it oh, and yeah. spread it, <laughs> but um. But basically, he sent me the beats and he liked it. And I think, I think if I remember correctly, he ended up showing, um, you know, Cannon, like, yo, listen to him. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I think at first, I think there were talks of like him signing me, Don. And then um, I think Don was kind of like, yo, but like maybe this should be your artist. Yeah. You know, maybe you guys should. Because he's a producer. He moved here to do music as well. Um, he moved here maybe like a year before we met. Okay. And, um, he didn't really have anybody he was working with. So me and him started working and doing um, full projects together. And uh, musically, we have great chemistry. Like, we have, like, if I get in a writer's, a writer's block mm -hmm. and he sends me a beat, I, like, get out of my writer's block. Like, it's, it's, it's one of those type of things. So um, that's really how it happened. They sent me a few, a few beats. 
I did them. They sent me a few other tracks that I guess they considered tests, and I guess I passed. And I ended up flying out here um, to meet them. Mm-hmm. I kicked it here for about five days, um, got some beats from Don, went back to Chicago, did those. And then we we figured we'd ask him to host the mixtape. He said yes. Came back, you know, got the mixtape. And then from there, it was kind of like we, by the second time we came back, we kind of already built this relationship. Yeah. And it was kind of like, you know, and at that point, it was less business. Like, it's, it, it slowly became less business, more friend, mm-hmm. more friend stuff. So, so um, it was real organic. And that's, that's the dopest thing about it. And now, now where we stand is really like me and Keith, you know, I'm the rapper. He's the producer. Yeah. You know, um... And we do, we just do music together, whether it's full projects or if I'm doing something, he's always going to have a beat on there. You're never going to yeah, see yeah. Impulse. Keith's not going to be too far, you know, from it. So, um, and then, you know, Don just really tries to help us in any way he can, you know, um, just tries to, you know, whenever he'll throw us a oop every now and then, yeah, whenever, yeah, yeah. whenever he feels we need it. So, no, no, that's cool, man. You know, um, the homie Act Right is here. Um, and I want to know specifically from, from both of you guys, like, how did you guys connect? I think you say y'all grew up together, right? It was just child, a childhood thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. First grade? Yeah, it was like, yeah, first grade. It's been, it's been a minute. Like, eight, <laughs> like 17, 18 years of childhood. Dang, <laughs> man. Something like that. That's like yeah. some of the best, you know what I mean? Some of the best relationships, man, like coming in from there. So you guys, did you kind of discover both rapping around the same time? You can come closer to that mic, too. Um, no, nah, he's he he's actually started before me. Like I feel like he might have started maybe about probably like two, three years before me. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, <laughs> it's funny, I um <laughs> the very first time I, I brought it to his attention, I found out that he did music. He's like, yeah, I've been doing it for a couple of years. And uh, he showed me like the the little program that like the default program that comes on the uh, on the computer. Oh yeah, <laughs> on a, on the Microsoft. sound recorder. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I was holding the mic up to the speakers. I was just getting it how I could. Hey man, it's so funny. Like like when you go back and, and look at the the stuff you used to do to create music, it's almost like it's hilarious. But it's like man, you just did what you thought you had to do. Yeah, you, know what you I mean? just did whatever you felt like you could do. Go back and do. listen to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Listen I know. You the go quality back like, of it too. Oh, man, the quality is horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. I put out a mixtape in eighth grade with thirty songs on it. Oh man, what? <laughs> All on the sound recorder. <laughs> thirty of them. When you recording it though, you hear it back, man. You feel like you own. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It felt good. Like that's <laughs> me. Like man, this is the shit. <laughs> like I'm all like, hey, it's any time now, man. Just the right person got to hear it. And I'm all, <laughs> yeah, that's how I yeah. felt. I, I felt like that from like ten years old to to now. Like I still feel the same way. Hey, man, you really got to have that type of attitude though. Like honestly, because I mean, the thing about this music industry, like for the people that are in it, we know that. There's so many, there's politics, there's like, there's a lot of bad music that makes it. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's ultimately, it only takes one record, you know. Yeah. One record will put you out here to write. And it's crazy that we've kind of this. And I say this too, because like, I, I guess I struggle with this because like I said, my background is in production. So sometimes I have to think about switching the two off, like producer, blogger. And I think yeah. like, man, you're only one blog post away. And, you know, it's yeah. like... It's really like that nowadays, man, where, you know, it, it doesn't take, it does take a lot. I don't want to sound like it doesn't take much, but no. at any given point of time, it could be your moment. It's all about what are you going to do when you get that moment, you it, know? It depends on, it depends on who you are and, and what you do and how you mm. do it, you know? It like, like, um, like I have, I have a, you know, I have a couple homies that do that type of music, you know what I'm saying? And and um, they're one song away. Yeah, and that's how I look at it. And I feel like I'm always one song away as well. But with the type of music I make, I put you know I kind of put like it sounds sounds corny now, and it sucks that it sounds corny now. Yeah. But I've really put my heart into it. You know, I do. I put my life into my I my my life is music. You know, that, gotcha. it's wrapped around it. It's yeah. it's just one. It's just all the same thing. So with me. I don't look at it like I'm one song away. I always look at. I always try to create full projects, mm, and man, then you I love know, to hear that. You know, I don't. Yeah, yeah. and I, it's like I don't. And I hear it too. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah. Keith says it. I've heard Don say it. Mm-hmm. I heard it. I hear everybody say it. And you know, one, you're one song away. But it's like, but it's like, with me. It's it's like people mess with me, right? People mm-hmm. like my music because they like my music because basically 
I'm a good rapper. Like yeah, I, I could rap it. really good. Like yeah. for instance, the Breaking Bad. That's why I did that because because <laughs> that's going back to where I, where people started messing with me initially. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, that's why people like me. And and when I when I do projects, I just try to rap good. But I also lately like starting really more with Sofa Gun the sequel and waiting for the sequel. I've been trying to do songs. Like mm-hmm. my my best effort in my opinion is being incredible. The yeah, my the most album, recent yeah. one. And where I, it's really just a lot of songs. It's not me rapping, really mm-hmm. going off. I might have one song on there like that, but um, but I don't know how people take to that. They want to hear me rap because the people, yeah. they, they just want to hear me rap. That's the people that really mess with me. They just want to hear me rap. So when I, I, I feel like I have songs that are unreleased that could be that one song, mm-hmm. but I feel like trying to, trying to, to shoot for that one song would, would turn a lot of people off. Yeah, it, it's 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 that balance of being an artist as when you really, I'll say when you're an artist that really care about the music, yeah. it's it's a difficult task because like you say, it can be that one record that takes you here and then people know you for that one record and they expect you to keep making music like that one record. Exactly. Because a lot of people don't check catalog. They're not going to go back and look at like... They listen you know, They listen to what you release and then what comes after Absolutely. It. Yeah. Absolutely. And so that's the thing. You really have to be cautious because at the end of the day, if you recorded it and put it out, you can't get mad if somebody loves that. You know what yeah, I mean? And yeah. So you, you got to be careful with it. And I, I understand that completely. Um, you know, I wanted to get into, because you did mention the Breaking Bad record, but one of my all-time favorite records from you is the Old Tehova. Like, when you oh, dropped really? that, I was like... See, and that, that's the same thing, though. See, if rapping. that's your favorite, you it's, you love me you for rapping, rapping yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like, and it's like... It is, it, and it's like I can't get away from it. But I love it too. If that's what people want to hear, I'll do it. Hey, there's nothing wrong with people liking you for rapping. No, <laughs> that's the, that's great. There's not a lot of rappers that's really out there like yeah, that. You're right. You're right. So it's like that's amazing. It's you like know, Kendrick and Drake, really. But. Yeah, I mean, you got Kendrick, Drake, Cole of the new class. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. Wale too. I, I hate to like you know not put Wale in that conversation because he can rap. Um, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan. I, I, yeah, it's. I mean, but he's good. He's he, good. He, he can make good. music. Yeah. You know, that's... But as far as rapping, I, it's just not... You know, different strokes for different yeah. folks. You I know, mean, I, you know something? I love that you said that because, like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what it is about nowadays with rapping. Like, people just don't want to give their honest opinion on stuff. Like, nah, I, you're not a fan of everybody. You know what I mean? You can't pretend like... That's why rap is kind of whack at times because yeah. everybody wants to be friends. It's the same reason why basketball is whack at times because everybody <laughs> wants to be friends. Yeah. You don't, you, you're competing with these people. You don't got to be friendly with them all the time. Yeah. That's why what Kendrick did was so amazing. Like, when Kendrick did Control, everybody was like, the verse wasn't even that great. It, but it was what he did. It, he mm-hmm. separated himself and basically told him, like, yo, this shit is competitive. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, um... And I, that's kind of how I feel. Like, I'm I'm real weird with who I'm a fan of. Like, yeah. I like a lot of people, and then I don't like some people. And the people that I like might not all mesh with each other. It's just, it is what it is. Like, I, I like Future, but mm-hmm. my favorite group is Slaughterhouse. You know what I'm saying? So it's That's kinda, a good group. That's so a good my, group. Royce is in my top five. Man, he's nice, yeah. man. I ain't gonna lie. Like, it took me... And, and you said Royce, man. It's like I remember, you know, pretty much Royce's whole career. Yeah. But I'm I'm kind of great on the early Royce. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just remember seeing the name, and I was like, man, that's a like how how was he able to put all of that in, into the name? You know, Royce yeah. the Five Nine and all that. And like going looking at it now, and I was like, man, like Royce is so dope. I wish I would have been paying a little more attention. Yeah, back in he, the day, you it, know. I, I do too. I wish I would have paid more attention to like maybe his first. I bought his first album. Uh, not first album. I don't. He put out a lot of albums in yeah, his yeah, young yeah, career. Yeah. Um, I think it's called like Build and Destroy or something like that. Could I know be. I know or something like that. But I also I also have uh, I bought a few of his of his early albums. But I I buy all of his his recent ones when they come out. And um, yeah, he's he's amazing to mm-hmm. me. He's I think him. I mean, it's like him Drake. I, I, like I said, I don't let my top five, I don't let the general public dictate who my top five should be. I, I agree. That's and my, how it should be. And my top five is Eminem, Jay-Z, Kanye, no specific order. Eminem, Jay-Z, Kanye, Royce, Drake. That's my top five. That's a nice top five. That's a nice top five, man. I, I, so I, I asked you, you're about what, 20... 23. 23. I just 23 in As, January. Okay. So when you say 23, that that makes sense. Like, I'm I'm about to be 31, right? Oh, okay. So my top five is... I got a lot of those names in there, too. Like, my top five, in no particular order, Jay-Z, uh, Common, 
Andre 3000 is my top. Like yeah. that's my that's my number one. But he's good. I just never really got into got got into him the way the world did. Yeah. Like I I I, I love a lot of his songs, and I love obviously I love you know speaker speaker box and the love yeah, below. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. like um, I didn't get into him the way the it's world. It's a different did. it's a different yeah. generation too, man. I mean, you got to think like that's the thing, and, and 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 I'm not trying to by no means talk about your age or anything like that. No, like I, I love that because. My thing, like, you got a lot of older heads that are like, "What? how can this person not be in your top? And it's like, dude, they didn't grow up with that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't grow up on Tupac and <laughs> exactly, Biggie. And it's just, exactly, and it's just like, I feel like they were the greatest of their time. I don't feel like they're the greatest of your time. Of yeah, my time. And, and, and that's and just I, my I opinion. completely agree with that. That's the thing. It's all about, you know, who who did you listen to? Like me, that I listened to those guys. So, like, for me, yeah, they're they're up there in my top. But it's like... If you didn't grow up with that, how yeah. can you expect that? It's like, man, 95, you I, mean, I don't know how you were in 95. I, uh, I was three. Three. So it's like, okay. I was four when, what, Pac died in 96? Yeah, Pac died in 96, when he, when Biggie he passed, 97. And then I, so I was five. When, you yeah, know, it's, it's like, like yeah, yeah, dude, you were not listening to Biggie <laughs> and Pac at nah, four or five. And if you were, like, I need to have a conversation with your mom because <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, just I, not right. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't listening to them. And, yeah. and um, I, I respect greatness. Yeah, you know that's what it is. You pay respects. I don't think that they're bad. I'm not saying that. Like people take it as it's like blasphemy yeah, to say that absolutely. that uh, that anybody's better than Tupac or Biggie. But I would take Drake <laughs> over both of them. Yeah, I like, would take anybody in my top five over Tupac and Biggie. But that's me. I'm not saying that they're better. They're just something that I'd rather listen to. I get it because for what they were doing in their time, I get it a hundred percent. You know, Biggie was, you know, his flow and even his, just his voice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was doing it. He was, he was, he was great. Same with Tupac. It's like poetry. Mm -hmm. And still, I, I, I can see the argument for lyricism, you know, Pac still being one of the, one of the greats as far as lyricism goes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's just like, like, like I said, at the end of the day, it's also rap is a, a big part of hip hop that I think my opinion that that uh dictates who 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 the fans are yeah. is execution. You know, it depends on how you want to hear the music and the lyrics executed. It's about timing. It's like Royce, to me his his when he drops punchlines and mm-hmm. the way he delivers, he ha- he understands timing. You know, like the old Eminem, he understood timing. Yeah. You know, the the new Eminem's kind of sketchy, but you know, <laughs> I love Eminem. He's my favorite rapper of all time. But yeah, he's, yeah. you know, he his his flow is a little weird now. And um, it, it man, you know something, I I do want to stop you there and, and just kind of talk about that for a second because I thought I was the only person that kind of felt like that. Like I think the world stuff, feels like it, but people don't like to talk. They don't about like it. to talk about it because he's only he's comments so great. on the blog. So yeah, he, he is such a great artist, but it's like lately, it's it's almost like nowadays he's trying to put like too many tw- words. Too many words. Yeah, it's like he got a lot on his mind, and it's like yeah, yeah. you got eight bars. He's bro. trying like, to prove. Well, he he almost died. You know, I don't know if you heard about yeah, that. Yeah, he yeah. almost died of the, of the drug overdose, and then he um came back, and supposedly what he says was he had to relearn everything because mm. he was that fucked up on yeah. the drugs. So. He claims that, you know, relapse and like Encore, he was on drugs, relapse, he was off of them, still trying to trying get to, yeah. it, you know, get back into it and recovery, you know, whatever. But um, I still, I still love all of his music. Like when he comes out with a new song, I still get excited, you know, yeah, I mean, and you I still to, listen to all yeah. of it. Cause he's like, like I, I was trying, I was telling Keith, like the thing is, you know, the thing I'm realizing when, as I get older, like I take to new artists, mm-hmm. like I like new artists, but you'll, you'll never grow up. With another artist, yeah. You only grow up with artists yeah. with certain artists. <laughs> you only grow up with artists once or twice, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I grew up on Eminem, I grew up on Kanye, I grew up on Jay Z. I'm not gonna grow up on Kendrick. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm 23. Like I'm not I'm not old. You know, I'm still young. You know, I we're still, all still young, yeah. but at the same time, we're not kids. You don't. It doesn't affect you the same way. Absolutely, like mm-hmm. yeah, I got you, man. That you, I'm telling. You, I had to write that down. Like what you know, <laughs> it, it's certain points, man. When when artists make those points, it's like you, you're right, but you'll never grow up with a new artist. It's mm-hmm. like no, dude. Like, so it's like you want to just keep that feeling. That like I'll, I'm gonna buy every Eminem album mm-hmm. until he dies. You know, yeah. I and, mean that's just it, it is what it, it is. is what it is, yeah. and and I'm a biased fan. Like he, I understand that his music is weird. Like not weird. It's not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. But I don't like listening to music. I don't. When you listen to music, I, I'm not huge on comparing it to their older stuff. 
you just like the artist. You want to hear what they got to say. That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. You know, it, he might he might have been able to say it better ten years ago, but uh, I mean, it's still you know to me it's yeah. still good now. Yeah, he's still he's still good now. So that's dope, man. You know, so I, I want to get back to to you as the artist, man. Like you know, growing up in Chicago, I want to know specifically how did you make your way from Chicago to Atlanta? You know, I know you told the story with you and Keith linking up, but how yeah. did how and, and also why did you decide to say like? I can't make it here in Chicago. I need to move away and find another way. I just didn't feel like like I did a lot in Chicago, mm-hmm. and I and you know Fake Shore Drive. You know they support yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've worked with you know, uh, basically except for a couple. I've worked with like all my favorite Chicago artists. You know mm-hmm. I've worked with Mickey Halstead. I've worked with GLC. You know I've worked with you know I've worked with all of these people. You know, there's a, there's a couple others that I've worked with. I I, I got a record with YP that mm-hmm. I didn't put out yet. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he's I, he's, I think I've heard the name. Yeah, he's really dope. Um, I've worked with ton, with all my favorite people. I I've done a lot there, and I, um, like I there's I'm not saying I'm I'm good there. Like there's people that's way more popular than yeah, me yeah, in Chicago. Yeah. But I felt like for for what I do and f- I like for what I do and for what I'm trying to do, I did as much as I could there. Gotcha. You know, and it and it was um. It was time to move on, and it, it was just one of the things. I'm not saying I'll never go back to Chicago, yeah, like, yeah. or I'll never live there, or I'll never, you know, I'm like I said, I'm 23. You don't know what's gonna yeah, happen, yeah. so I mean, it's you like can, yeah, you can't exactly. you can't call the future. So it's like, um, I'm here right now, focusing on the music, and I'm not trying to think too much about the mm-hmm. future. I'm just trying to think about the right now and do what I can, and then, um, you know, when I when this when um situations present yourself I'll you know handle them you know I'll cross that bridge when I come to it but until then I'm just I, I basically just came here to, to just 100% focus on the music you know mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a difficult decision when you pull yourself from all your family and your friends for you know just to chase a dream but yeah. it, it's tunnel it, it it really just it's tunnel vision it really just I have nothing I can't just say you know what I don't feel like doing music today I'm gonna go and hang out with my friend over here, yeah. I don't. I can't do that. Yeah, that's I'm, true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a lot of people here, so now I'm like in the crib, and I'm and I have a studio in my house. Mm-hmm. We made sure we uh, got a place with an extra bedroom, so we put a studio in there, and um, <clears throat> so now I just do music even when I don't want to, and, yeah. and not that it's a bad thing. I love doing music, but it's just you know, it's just working harder now, and there's not as many excuses, not as many distractions, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. You know, it, I think it'll help in the long run. I hope it. Fuck, I hope it's gonna yeah. help in the long run. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Speaking of help, man, like, look, I I, I can't help but mention um, Lander. You guys heard me talk about it at the top of the uh, podcast, man. Like, Lander is, is a great company, and you know they're working with Mix Genius and and the technology that they're putting in place is like really helping out artists. You know, hmm. um, it's specifically artists that, you know tight budgets you know what i mean so yeah. if you're if you're one of those type of artists um and, and you know you, you care about your music you got to finish that music up with the mastering process so you know right now like i told you guys before lander they're based out of montreal canada and uh they they are the world's first um drag drop basically that's how the you know the process is um instant mastering service so all you got to do instant all you, I, I'll, I'll explain it to you in post. Like all you do is like you know how you upload your music to SoundCloud. This is the the quickest comparison that I can give. You literally upload your your song to Lander, right? Mm-hmm. Once you upload it, there's different levels of mastering depending on which one you you get. With this free trial, you know that you can only try to one level. But yeah. you upload your music, you preview the master, like how it sounds. Hit download. They'll send you a link to your email. Click the link in your email and download. I mean, and depending on your internet, you know, speed is a process that can take up to like two to three minutes. Wow. Yeah, and it's. I mean, and and it's it's, it's a great service. Like now, in my opinion, will it will it um, replace a mastering engineer? I don't think so. Yeah. You know, because there's nothing better than being able to be one on one. But for somebody that needs high quality sound and need a a, a great master yes. for that, you can't beat it. You know yeah. what I mean? So you know, with that being said, look, go to uh, lander.com. It's l a n d r dot com slash promo slash s o d d. If you go there, you're gonna get a free trial, and that free trial is gonna include two free MP3s um, of your master. If you like that, 
you can always update and go to you know more of a paid service but tr you know check it out for free you can't go wrong with a free service you check it out and once you do that tweet me at straight out the den and let me know what you think of the service i would love to hear from you um but you know impulse like you know we were talking about you being down here man and, and you know really making your way uh, with this music I i'll ask is there something that you've seen specifically like uh, a change once you got here, like in, in the music itself? And was there anything that you can kind of directly point to that made your trip so far, you know, worth the while? Like, oh man, like I can see the progression, you know, being here in Atlanta. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I think, um, and I, and a, a few of like my family members and friends have said it as well. Um, I, they think I sound more determined in my music, mm -hmm. you know, I like I said, I've only released one song since I've been here, so a lot of people might not know, but um, I feel like I might sound more determined. I mean, mm. that's a weird thing to to try to, no, no, I yeah. Got you, but um, there's a few things that have made that have made the trip. You know, I've um, I've been able to to be around a lot of people who are doing big things. You know, around being around Don and them. Mm -hmm. You know, being around DJ Drama, um, yeah. being around those guys as much as I've been um, able to be. And, you know, it's just learning. Like, you know, they got to, um, you know, they work with a lot of artists. You know, I'm, I've met a lot of talented young artists that they're working with. And, um, you know, I plan on working with them. We've talked about working, you know. So so just relationships. That's really more that I came down here to be more around stuff because stuff happens in Chicago, but, you know, it's not a hub like yeah. it is in Atlanta. Yeah, you that's know? true. And, um when you have when you when you have people like like Don Cannon who who support what you're doing and you're able to be around him you know even if it's just to to soak up that energy you mm. want to do it you know you want to take those opportunities and and um that's really that's really what I'm trying to do I'm, I'm doing my own thing as well like I said like you know I kind of do what I do I don't ask anybody for help when people want to help you know mm -hmm. of course it's amazing it's a great feeling but um me and Keith, we're just really trying to do what, what uh, what we feel is best, and we're just trying to make the best project we can, and you know, put it out, and we're and that's really what we're doing right now. We're working on a, I've been uh, calling it a top secret project. <laughs> top um, secret, okay. Top okay. secret, and um. Well, what secrets can you let out here on the Straight Out the Damn podcast? <laughs> uh, oh man, um. Uh, I could let out that there will be a sofa on the cover art. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> um, and uh, Don's helping us with it. Okay, I got, I could, I could put that out as well. Don has a, he has a role in it, so I, I, I plan on putting that out in like my next, you know, like press release whenever I release what's next. I got a song coming out soon called "Doing This Forever." And it's uh it's actually produced by uh my guy Lyle Leduff. I don't know if you if you heard of him before. I'm not familiar with the he name. he lives here in Atlanta. He's okay. from New Orleans, but he lives in Atlanta and um he produced uh Brand New Guy okay. for ASAP Rocky and Schoolboy Q. Okay. He produced uh Holy Ghost for Jeezy. Oh, okay. That's yeah, what so I was, maybe the name sound okay, yeah. He's real real talented and we have a really great song. I've been previewing it on my Instagram and, you know, okay. and stuff like that. So, oh, that's dope, man. So, definitely looking out on um, for the, the top secret project, man. And you know, I, I would love to, um, you know, get a chance to to listen to it um, when when you're ready. You know, when you're ready. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's it's in a um, it's it's far along. I, yeah. I, I we I can almost say it's done, but like I said, um, certain people who are playing roles, they. Uh, you know, we we just need everybody needs to do their part, and then when when me and Keith are just trying to finish our part, and then let whatever you know whoever else wants to be a part of it, let them contribute, and then and then you know then we'll talk about releasing it. No, I, I mean you know I'm I'm all for that, man. Like it looks to me like you got a serious plan, and you know I think as like when you're an independent artist, that's yeah. the thing that separates you from the rest of the pack, like actually having a plan and not yeah. just kind of like. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just out here. <laughs> if I, sometimes I wish I didn't, cause I feel like the ones that be like, eh, you know, I'm just out here. I feel like they blow up. Yeah, I they, feel like Chief Keith had no plan. Well, here, here, here's my here's my take on that. You know what I mean? Most of the artists that don't have a plan and they just create, nine times out of ten, when they do blow, they they fall because they don't have a solid foundation. That's true. What you're doing is building a solid foundation to the point where, once you get on. 
you, you'll stay there because yeah. people have like you don't have like willy nilly projects, dude. Like you got solid projects that are out that that people can go to and listen to and say like, oh yeah, he's been rapping. Like it's yeah. not like he got on and started all of a sudden just like trying to do something different. Like no, he's been rapping, so it's it's there. It's just like like what you like with Kendrick. If you go back and listen to Kendrick's other projects, he's yeah. really been talking about the same stuff he's talking about now. It's just that it's on a bigger platform, so mm-hmm. now more people are starting to see it. And he has a there. he has a bigger reach. He's able to mm-hmm. to to create at a higher level. You know, when you have those type of um, when you have that type of pool, you could bring anybody in the studio. With Absolutely. You, you Absolutely. Know, and, and um, that that's uh that that that's what I think helps. That's what I I'm trying to do. You know, mm-hmm. I want to be able to bring a choir in, and you know, it and makes do a it. difference. It makes a huge difference, yeah, and people yeah. don't understand that. People like you know, it people. There's a lot of little things that goes into music mm-hmm. that changes the whole song. Like you can do something as little as putting reverb on a snare, and it might change the whole thing. You know, Absolutely. and it's. And it's um and that's really and that's really how I look at it. So like music, like with me, my music is never done until it's released. Mm. You know, like I, I mix all of my own music. Okay. I okay. um, I like I'm you know I produce as well. I try not to because I, I mean not to say that like everybody does it. You know. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy who's just doing the same thing as everybody else. And I'm not gonna. But I'm also not gonna not do something. Yeah, if you, I know how to do it. You produced the joint with um. I posted it too, um, from Sacramento. Swerve. Swerve, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I produced yeah. that. Um, I produced. Uh, if you listen to Be Incredible, I produced a few songs on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, I think, two. Two. I, yeah. Uh, Be Incredible and ki- and kids or not Be Incredible. I'm sorry, Credit Card and uh, Kids in America. Okay. Both of those joints and um. I'm like, man, if you feel it, go for it. You know. What yeah, I, mean? like, I I do it like literally like maybe when um. I really do it when I don't have any other th- any other beats to work on. Okay. Like say I I work on all the Keith beats that I plan on working on, mm-hmm. and you know any other maybe Don beats or Lyle beats or whoever I'm working with at the time, I'll go and I'll maybe just you know try to see if I can make some myself and um, work on it. And sometimes I make something incredible, and sometimes I get frustrated and just stop. <laughs> <laughs> I got you now. Act right. Like you got something coming too, man. That you want to um you got a project working on? Will you be on this this top secret project? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not on the top secret uh, okay. project at all. Um, I'm working on some stuff, but I mean, it's it's nothing, nothing really uh, to talk about right now. I've been working on like some tracks and stuff like that, but other than that, man, I won't. I won't be doing anything like as far as promotion or talking about it for, you, you wait for to get later it. on down gotcha, the, gotcha. later yeah, on but, down the year. Yeah, but we got we got big plans for yeah. what he's doing. He's doing something real different. You know, with the the music he's making, it's not just rap. We we're helping him. Me and Keith are trying to help him like create his own lane. You know, gotcha. Yeah, and um, I can respect with, that. With the t- you know, you don't want to blend in. Yeah, you know, absolutely, and, man. And he and he showed initiative. Just and was making these songs, and we we're just like, yo, like you should just do the whole project like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just feel good music, I would yeah. say, and it's just something that anybody would like to. It's it's hard, real hard to explain, but yeah, it's basically dope. Just feel good music. Yeah, yeah something you could just. Listen to and just literally just you know feel good yeah, when you yeah, hear it. You're yeah, just like, it's, yeah. I, like I got it, you. So. I got you. I'm ready to hear that, man. I mean, I I love that, man, because number one, you're thinking about like you said, not fitting in and, and standing out, and you're making music that's comfortable with you. That you you know you if you're loving what you're doing, bro, like keep going. You yeah, know, I exactly. enjoy it. The yeah. type of the type of music that I'm making, I definitely I enjoy it. And this is crazy because I mean, I just I just started doing it probably like the past like year okay opposed to like what i've been doing so it's it's definitely a lot it's, it's a lot different from what i've been doing but i love doing it and it sounds good so i at least i think it sounds good yeah yeah, you know, yeah. So. <laughs> hey, it starts there man you gotta think it sounds good first and then once you do that you yeah. you know give it to the team hopefully, yeah yeah hopefully everybody else likes it too yeah yeah and I, I try my hardest you know not to be like a yes man yeah man you know absolutely. i don't I, I try to be honest like i, I tell them when some just as I want people to tell me, like I don't like, like I'll play songs for like my friends or sister or girlfriend, and I'll be like, you know, I would ask them like, you like it? And they'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, yo, you don't like it. Like, tell me yeah. what you like about it, or, and tell me what I should change or what don't you like? Because it's like, don't send me off. Like, if yeah. it's whack and I and I want to put it out, let me know that it's whack. One one thing that I learned, man, is that um, and, and I've said this before too, um, but 
you have some people in your life that they just want you to be happy. And they don't, it's not even that they're being yes men or women, but it's more so like they don't, they don't really know how to express like they yeah. don't like that because they, they really, they care about you. Yeah. So, you know, you got to have some, some of those people in your corner just going to be brutal. Like, yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> I have, a, I have one or two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's all you need. You only need a couple that go, that's going to tell you like, yeah, I don't like that. You need to go back to the drawing board. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah. Cause people know how much I put in people close to me know how much yeah. I put into my music, you know? And, um, they probably think it'll ruin my day if they tell yeah, me that I'm yeah, like something. Well, realistically, it's it just it's it, helping. Yeah, it yeah. helps me because it's like okay. And then for future reference, I'll be like, all right, they said this wasn't good last time. I'll try not to do it again. Yeah, you know. And I mean, obviously, I don't. Obviously, I don't take one opinion and mm-hmm. think that that's the world. You know, I know that sometimes when I'm strong enough about something and somebody says. I don't really like this, but I feel very strongly about it. I just be like, well, you know, there's got to be someone else yeah, that thinks like me, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and, and that, that's how I look at it. Like, I know that I'm, I'm making, I just look at it like I'm making music on a professional level, yeah. you know, and, and, um, it doesn't sound amateur. It, the, my, I rap good, you know, yeah, yeah. the beats don't sound amateur. The mix doesn't sound amateur. So with that being said, anybody, there's got to be people out there that feel the same way, you know, and, and, um, that's kind of how I look at it. As long as I'm not doing something that is completely whack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's people... No, at the end of the day, there's people that like anything. Chief Keef sold 50,000 copies yeah. in his first week, you know? And I'm not trying to take a whole bunch of shots at him, but he's just a perfect example yeah, of, man. like, when I first... I'm going to tell you a little story. When I first mm-hmm. heard Chief Keef, um, I heard him, obviously, probably before the world did, and um, just because we're... In, I mean, yeah, I was same, there, same. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And um, he was a little kid on YouTube, and he had that song Bang, the first one. That's the first thing I ever heard. And uh, I'm not going to say who, but somebody, uh, a videographer, um, played, me the, played me the video and was like, yo, look at this whack, sh- look at this yeah, whack yeah, shit yeah, right yeah. here. Like, look at, how many, look at how many views he got. This shit is whack. Like, people yeah. like this. So uh, a couple months later, he goes to jail for waving a gun at a police officer. Mm. And um, when he gets out, this is how it all happened. He, when he gets out, Somebody makes a, a a little kid makes a video freaking out like Chief Keef's out of prison. Chief yeah. Keef, I love Chief Keef, and he was like acting like he was on a pill or something. I don't know what was yeah, wrong yeah, with him, yeah. and um, it ended up on World Star, and oh, nobody man. even knew who Chief Keef was, and that ended up on World Star. And then you know people started asking like who is Chief Keef, and then they found out he went to jail for the gun thing. So I yeah. guess they that that validated him. Yeah, the, and, the credibility. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, and then. <laughs> The same videographer was doing his videos. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was like, "Damn, this is the rap game for yeah, real." Yeah, it, it is, man. <laughs> it's the rap game, man. And like sometimes, you know, people chuck it to like, "Oh, I made a mistake." Yeah, you, know you I mean? get it though. Capitalize. I get yeah, it. yeah, I mean, yeah. I understand, man. Like you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> like you know, there's some music that I, I slept on, you know, and some of those artists blew up. You know, I mean, it's yeah. just that's just how it is. You know, I mean, we're we're not perfect. You know, I, I think I have a pretty good ear of um, for. You know, for talent, sometimes I get it wrong. Like, if you would have told me that um, Usher Yeah record featuring Ludacris was going to be, like, one of the biggest records today, <laughs> I would have told you there's no way. I yeah. absolutely hated that record when it came out. Yeah. I heard it on the radio driving down 75, and I was like, <laughs> what's this? And next thing you know, it's like... It was huge, yeah. Through the roof, you know? Yeah, I, I, I definitely... I've seen it. I've seen it so yeah. much. And it's, it's frustrating to me because I'm trying to get there. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, I've, artist, I've yeah. watched... Like, bro, and I, and I promise you, <laughs> I've watched Dreezy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. The female, she, yeah. she's from the South Suburbs too. They went to the same high school. Like, oh, we, wow. I knew her. Like, I don't, I don't know her. Yeah, you no know what I'm saying. I, I don't know her, <laughs> but I had a, I had a homie that where I, I recorded my whole mixtape in his basement. And she was recording in his basement too. Wow, you know the what I'm saying? Time yeah, I used to walk in. She'd be walking out, things of that nature. Like, and she fizzled out. She was kind of popping just because she was a girl, mm-hmm. you know. And um, she was rapping around the Nikki time. Nikki yeah. was doing the pop shit. No girls was really spitting at the time, so she was kind of popping. And then she fizzled out, and then she fizzled back in. Yeah, and yeah. on a in a big way. Same with Tink. Yeah. Um. I didn't. I'm never. I don't know Tink. I've met her a couple times because I I knew who used to manage her. Mm-hmm. Um. But um, I've watched it all happen. Like I I remember when I went to the same guy who who uh I recorded my mixtape in his basement. My guy uh Clark and I 
I went in there. He's like, yo, listen to this chick that just came here and recorded this song. It was Tank. And he played it, and it, it, she sounded like Nikki kind of rapping, mm-hmm. and she, she was singing. She was really good. And he's like, yo, I'm trying to get her to come, you know, mess with me and work, you know, work. And yeah. she's acting like she don't really want to do it, da, da, da. Well, like, he ends up getting a feature from her and putting it, you know, putting her on his mixtape. And he, uh, he I can't remember if he did a video for the song or if he just mm-hmm. did the song, but he put it out on um, Fake Short, Fake Short Drive. Fake Short Drive, yeah, yeah. And um, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. I believe that was her first time on Fake Shore, mm. and and she she just she blew, man. blew from there. Yeah. And it's just like I'm not saying it, you know, to to try to like you know throw shots at anybody who no, missed no, out or no, anything like you. that. But I I'm trying you. to say that you know I've seen this stuff happen. Yeah. Like I've seen the way it happens. So you know it, it's frustrating for me because I've, I'm watching it happen. Because yeah, yeah. and I wanted to happen to me. Like yo, Timberland, what's up, bro? Yeah, yeah. Like no, but um, <laughs> I don't, but I but I'm like. Um, but it's it's dope because I see how it works. Yeah, and I yeah. see that it's possible, and it and it's happened so close to me. Like I don't know Chance, the mm-hmm. rapper, but I watched it happen with him too. Yeah, like I know his homie uh, Caleb James. Okay, and um, and Vic just just got signed. Vic uh, just got signed. Right I never mission. met Vic. Vic's been popping for a minute though, from yeah, the kids yeah. these days. Stuff. Yeah, he was. Yeah, absolutely. He's been you know he's been doing it, and um, I remember I was in this store in Chicago uh, called Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. And it's a really, really dope store in Chicago. And um, Caleb was there. They introduced him like, yeah, this is Caleb. Uh, Caleb, this is Impulse. He's really dope. You should listen to him. So he's playing me his stuff. And he was like, yeah, I'm about to play you my homie shit. It's not out yet. But um, he sounds like a mixture of like the old Eminem and like Kanye. Mm. And played it for me. And it was Chance. And none of it was even out yet. And he yeah. was playing it for me. And was I'm like, yo. Like the acid rap or was it the, was the, uh It was 10 Day. It was, yeah. it was that uh 10, uh, what is it? Something offs, 20 offs. Okay, that was you the, know what I'm first, about the first tape. I'm the, off the uh, line. I'm off a lot. Yeah, it's uh, I forgot what track that is, but yeah, that's off. Really? That's off the first one. Don't worry, yo. You know really? we get phone calls, man. It's all I know, good. really, it's all really. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that popular right now. <laughs> nah, but um, uh, yeah, I, like I've seen it all happen, and yeah. and it's and it's dope. And then obviously being around Don and them, I've seen it happen in in different ways. I've also mm-hmm. seen it, seen people come up and fall at the same time. Yeah. So. Um, to be honest with you, I don't even remember how we got on this topic, so I don't know how to like end it. Yeah, it's but, all uh, good, man. That's what, that's the beauty of the podcast. Like we go. It's supposed to be a conversation. Yeah, it's conversation, yeah. man. We yeah. can talk. Yeah. But you know, man, this is um speaking of conversations, man, it's this thing that I do called vinyl conversations. Okay. You see the vinyl here. So it, it's it you know, it's it's an ongoing thing, man. So like I, I'm gonna give you the rules of it first off, right? So there's three crates. I okay. want you to pick a vinyl from each crate at random. And uh once you do that, come back to the mic. Let us know what you got in your hand. Give us a little story from each one of those. So it can be something that either, you know, something that happened. Uh, it could be the artwork. Whatever comes to mind when you see the record. Am I making something up or am I like, no, tell, no, no, I'm no. just relating it to yeah, me? Yeah, you're relating to you. So whatever comes okay. to mind with those records. And after that, your artist, your rapper. I want to put one on and I want to see, you know, give us some, some bars. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Freestyle cool. or written. All right? All so, right. yeah, you can come and pick whichever um, one from each crate. All right. Yeah, just pick it at random. At random? Like, yeah. I, I can't even look at no, it. No, no, no. Just go at random. Each crate? Yeah. Wow, Bruce Willis. Okay, now we cool. Uh, oh, my God. What's this print bit? This shit finna be interesting. <laughs> So yeah, I know one of those. Like you probably don't. There's that's nothing that you know about that last one you just picked up. <laughs> I don't think I know shit about any of these. <laughs> so look, you know, um, get on the mic. Let us know what you got first off. Oh, hold this one. Putting the headphones on. <clears throat> All right, let me let me let me see this one. Live recording concert, People's Community Church, Detroit, Michigan. Okay. The only thing I can relate this to is that my favorite rapper is from Detroit, Michigan. There you go. <laughs> That's all I got because there's not shit on this cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, I don't I, go to church. That's one. Um, I think my um, my wife's great aunt, like she just had like a bunch of records, so I just took a couple. You know, whatever was in there, I just brought it along with me. Bruce Willis, the return of Bruno. Now I got a question. Does he? Sing? What is this? Yes, 
Yes, Bruce Willis Bruce does Willis. music. Bruce Willis, he did some music back. That was like during the Die Hard days, man, where it was like he was the hottest thing out. So it was like I'm taking advantage of, of every opportunity. Well, that's why Die Hard. I love the Die Hard series, yeah. and it's like my mom's favorite series. So that's oh, okay, so that's okay. super relatable to me. You're like on. You're like doing this Nardwar stuff. I never thought this would ever. Oh happen. yeah, man. It's, <laughs> it's 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 somewhat of, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Nardwar. I love what he do. Uh, yeah, me too. He's one of my favorites. Um. I don't. I'm not very familiar with Natalie Cole. Mm -hmm. Should I be? But uh, I see it was recorded in Chicago, so that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Natalie Cole. She she's um she's pretty popular. She's a popular singer. But like I said, that was that's before your time, man. Like that was popping like maybe 20 years before you were born. <laughs> she had a spiritual advisor for this album, and he got credit on it. Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't yeah. even know that. He has the uh, Natalie Cole Unpredictable album. So look, uh -huh. what we're gonna do now, man. You got you got those in your hand. So it's up to you. You can pick whichever one you want, man. But we're going to throw one on the record player, and you can give us a couple of bars. They can be freestyle or written. We just Bruce want to hear Willis. from you. I knew he was going to go with the Bruce yeah, Willis. Yeah, definitely. I, I got to hear this. So look, and, and you know something? The fact that you're going with the Bruce Willis let me know that you're a real MC. Because <laughs> most people would try to get a safe pick. Most people would have went for, like, maybe Natalie Cole because they know it's going to be something on there. But Nah, I, I'm going to just be real. I can't really freestyle that good. No, I'm man, a, I'm you a, give us something written, man. I'm going to do what I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so... I tell you what, since since you were so bold and picked um, Bruce Willis, you tell me uh, A or B side. I'm going with the B side. All right, we're going to go with B side. Yeah. All right, let's see what we got here. B sides are usually the best. People don't know that. B sides do have some heat on them. A side is hype. That's what it is. It's yep. popularity. All right, so yeah, I'm going to put this on, man, you know, and... um. Just give us a couple of bars, man. Yeah, see, I don't know how this vinyl stuff works. So you're going to be able to, like, speed it up? I can. I can speed it up for you a little okay. bit. I can speed it up and slow it down. And, you know, within um, the realm of what I got, you know, I can only go so far. So, you know. So. Okay. Let me see. Let me see how this works. Let me see how this goes. This is going to be hard if this doesn't do something soon. <laughs> This is Bruce Willis. <laughs> is it gonna? <laughs> oh no! I, I don't think I ever listened to this record. I just need a steady tempo. That's all. I... <laughs> all right, there we go. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna. Ah, <laughs> this is weird. I'm gonna try. Yeah. This is funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I win, that's everybody boss. On my dang dash, I ain't calling anybody boss. All these dudes talk tough on their songs, but I'm from Chicago. I think everybody's soft. Travel so much, they like Diddy Dribble. <laughs> Travel so much, they like Diddy Dribble. Action speak volumes, bitch. Ain't nobody fucking with the shitty scribble. I'm about to let my talk show like Jimmy Kimmel. I'm about to. <laughs> it's like no steady tempo. <laughs> I'm trying my hardest. Hold on. It I start. I start from the beginning. If I can just get a steady tempo, <laughs> I just needed to not <laughs> to not break while I'm rapping. Hopefully, this podcast can get like edited or something. <laughs> this shit is like, is it playing outside the speaker? No. Can you can you turn it up too? I could do this if you could just turn it up in the headphones. Yeah, check. Ah. Uh. Uh, when I win, that's everybody boss. On my dang dash, I ain't calling anybody boss. All these dudes talk tough on their songs. I'm from Chicago. I think everybody's soft. They travel so much, they like Diddy Dribble. Action speak volumes, bitch. Ain't nobody fucking with this shit he scribble. I'm about to let my talk show like Jimmy Kimmel. I'm about to let my talk show like David. Wait, might as well put him in a Letterman jacket. Got this one chick that I call a medicine cabinet. Only good for the head like Exeteran tablets. I ain't never been whack. You had that backwards. Roll with the pack or get treated like backwards. Swear I got the ether. I just really need a reason I don't know why you believe Cause these dudes don't even act good I... Wait Why you even listen Cause these dudes don't even rap good I remember hanging with the ones You wouldn't play with So you better watch your language When you see me better act Good I've been putting in this work For like six years They've been sleeping on me Guess I gotta switch gears If you want me to see you You gotta tell me which mirror Cause I'm ahead of these motherfuckers And in my own lane I'm dead in these motherfuckers 
I'm revving this motherfucker, I'm ready for motherfuckers It's about to be my summer, I'm ready to talk numbers All it took was a car ride Keep make the beats, I bring the bar fight We just two dope boys on the blog site Nah, we just two pit bulls in a dog fight Pow! I'm a heavyweight, wait till the confetti drop R.P. the left eye, listening to Fetty Wap Looking for a trap queen, everyone in rap turned to drag queen What the fuck is happening? Now, you can say I'm arrogant You can even call me whack if you ain't hearing it They say I'm cocky cause I said the tombstone's too small When I die, bitch, I need a pyramid, period Hopefully that was a little better I tried, it even broke again I, f- I was good I think, I think we can roll with that one. We can roll with that one, man. We can roll with that. That was the Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis actually gave us a little something right there, too, man. I wasn't expecting that. So. No, that was nice. I, yeah, was, yeah. I was like, yeah, I could do this one. Turn yeah, it up, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, you. I, I heard got the you. first one, and it was Fina, and then it would just... Yeah, it just slop. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. Like, that's, that's how it was back then, that's man. That's why like, there was no tempo. It didn't yeah, sound it like... like, man, we just going to go with whatever, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's. I remember I tried to sample a... Uh, uh, What's, what's his name? Willie Nelson. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's no tempo. There's just guitar. He's just playing it. Yeah. And there was no tempo. It, was, it changed. It, they didn't, like, like I guess some people just didn't play. I mean, I'm assuming they, they play tempo in their headphones when they play Yeah, the, but he probably was just playing, by, playing was, from feel and just, yeah, like, going, yeah, and just yeah. going with it, yeah. No, no, I mean, you, you showed something just then, so it's all good. You, you redeemed yourself on, on the second one. You, on <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I was trying to do it, and it was just messing me up. And you still, you had, you caught it, though, but, like, yeah, it just. It, it was, was just weird. I didn't know if I was going to keep going. I didn't want to fall on and off beat yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. time. So I got you, I got you. I wanted, to, uh, I wanted to have a safer, you know. Cool, cool. Well, look, man, it's Jay Good straight out the den, man. Look, I appreciate you coming through, but both of you guys, man, before you leave out of here, give us the uh, social media, how um, people can connect with you, uh, all of that stuff. Uh, RR Impulse, R R M P U L S E, at everything. I mean, that's Twitter, that's Instagram. I have my uh my website, IAMPulse.com. You know, I A M P U L S E dot com. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's R R Impulse at everything. You know, I'm I'm sorry to keep saying that, but let me let me list no, it. it. YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud hot new hip-hop i don't know everything if there's a social media and you want to see if i'm on it just search rr impulse if it doesn't come up i'm not on it <laughs> gotcha 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 act right your stuff oh uh, yeah i'm gonna go to my 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 instagram is pretty long it's on instagram it's <laughs> lofaholic act right l-o-a-f-a-h-o-l-i-c underscore a-c-c R-I-T-E That's long man We gotta, yeah, I gotta get you to shorten that That's short long I, I, Maybe I should just uh, Switch it up I should, I'm thinking of a Shorter name maybe Or something Yeah 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 <laughs> Starting to think like It's kind of bad For a long name now But uh Yeah that's on uh, Instagram I got uh And then Twitter It's uh R-R underscore Accurate Okay A-C-C-R-I-T-E That's on Twitter And then that's That's it for me I, I was gonna <laughs> ask Mandy Um Impulse, like the name, where did it come from? Uh, I used to have a really whack name <laughs> when I was younger. Um, can, we, can we get that original name or, or <laughs> is, that, is that on rap? That's or? yeah, I think that one's gonna stay. Right, that's all a good. top secret as well. Maybe, it's I'll, all good. maybe I'll reveal it on a project on there the top secret project. No, um, it's really whack. It's just, it's really whack. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> but, um, and then we, I, I realized I needed to change, change it up. And, uh, we just literally sat and just had a me, um, act right. And then another dude, um, we just sat and we, <clears throat> and we just talked about it and just had a long conversation. Mm-hmm. And I had a list of names <laughs> we were going through them trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And Impulse just seemed like the best one to, uh, cause a lot of, due to my previous name, all right, my previous name was Lil M, <clears throat> and uh, and uh, before that, people in like high school was calling me M. They just called me M. M. Okay. So when I made a new name, I wanted to keep it to where people could still call me M. Gotcha. But gotcha. now people just call me Pulse. So yeah, it kind of it, 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 didn't, it, it didn't work out. It, it didn't all, matter. But good. I mean, it's good. Okay. I I remember one time I went to uh, it's not I'm trying not trying to keep it too much no, longer. No, good, but one time I went to uh, Juggernaut. They used they have like meet and greets there, mm-hmm. and Raekwon was there. And you know that's Raekwon. That's Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah, that's the shit. I got man. an autograph. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. For I got real, an autograph, yeah. and he asked what my name was. I told him put Impulse, and he looked up like that's a dope ass name. And I was like, hey, thanks, bro. I was like, hey, that's when when you get when you hear back from the chef, and you know the chef is like he he one of them dudes where he just 
I swear, like when he talk, it sounds like you're like an old school drug dealer that's just giving you game. You I know swear, what I mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Yo, Impulse, that's a dope name. Yeah, it was. It was like I, I was surprised. I was like, I didn't expect to get any reaction yeah, out of yeah, it. Yeah. I was like, damn, that's what's up. That's dope, man. Well, look, man, I appreciate you coming to the den, man, and no sitting doubt. down chilling with us, man. It's been great uh, talking with you. I can't wait for this project to drop. It's a top secret project. Sooner or later, we'll know the name of it. Just know that, you know, yeah. a couple of names are involved. We're going to have, it's going to be a dope project. There will be a sofa on the cover. <laughs> so that's all we know for now. But uh, sooner or later, we'll, we'll get all those details, man. But when you yes, do have those, definitely let us know in the DM, man. We, you definitely got our support, man. I appreciate it for real. Like, I really do. No doubt, no doubt. Look, man, if you guys listen to this podcast on SoundCloud, that's great. I appreciate it. I would love for you to just subscribe on iTunes. It's a very simple process. If you're listening on SoundCloud, you can click the subscribe now button on iTunes. You do that and rate and review the the podcast. It's it's only three things that'll take you like literally like a minute and a half to do two minutes max. Subscribe, rate, review. Very simple thing. And it, it you know that two minute thing that you could do can really take us a long way. So you know I appreciate that if you guys could do that. Um, once again, man, it's just Jay subscribe, Good. please. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Go ahead and do it. it <laughs> like just right now. Yeah, right now. Like while I'm doing this fluffer and talking to you right now, just like you could have done it. You, you should have subscribed three minutes ago. Pretty much. Info said it. I didn't even have to say that. Like, I didn't even write that down. That's not a script. That's him coming from the heart. So if he says it, then it should be a cool thing to do, man. So look, make sure you guys do that, man. It's, it's been great talking with you guys. Once Give us the uh, social media one more time before we get out of here. RR Impulse. R-R-M-P-U-L-S-E. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. SoundCloud and Google. then just say you, Google. That's just it. Google, yeah. Google. I'm gonna be the one that pops up. And then um I am pulse.com. I am P U L S E dot com. Dope, dope, man. Well look, man, you can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on everything that's straight out of then. It's S T R the number eight O U T D A D E N. And um, you know, like I said before, man, look, if you listen to this podcast and you got a dream, man, look, pray on that dream. Research that dream and work until that dream becomes reality. And with that being said, I'm Jay Good and straight out the den. We out.